0: From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. Tomorrow, 4th Street between Main Street and Seward Street will be closed to traffic from 11.45 a.m. to 1 p.m. for a rally. Heidi Drygas, new executive director of ASEA, Alaska State Employees Association, Local 52, gives the details.
1: I live here in Juneau, and tomorrow we are going to be rallying on the Capitol Step from 12 to 12.30. This is a rally to staff our state. We are as concerned as all Alaskans are about the recruitment and retention problems that have been plaguing our state, not just recently, but for the last several years.
0: Dry gases are remaining positive.
1: You know, I think we're really encouraged by The discussions that we have had with legislators, we heard from Speaker Tilton of the House of Representatives today at our conference who said she is open to looking at changes such as returning to a defined benefit pension system. That's certainly an encouraging thing to hear. The administration possibly looking to do classification studies. We have not kept up, our wages have not kept up with inflation.
0: Dry gas encourages members of the public to show up drug bust in Juneau seizes narcotics at approximately $26,500. Lieutenant Craig Campbell from Juneau Police Department has the details.
2: January thirtieth, two 2023, members of the Southeast Alaska Cities Against Drugs CCAD Task Force located a suspicious package being shipped to Juneau in the mail. Canine Buddy alerted to the package, indicating there were possible drugs inside. A search warrant was obtained for the package. And inside was 177 grams of methamphetamine. On February 8, 2023, CCAD delivered the package to its intended destination, a residence in the 5800 block of Churchill Way. Upon the package being opened, CCAD contacted the residents. A male was seen leaving the backyard of the residence, jumping a fence in an attempt to flee. Officers located the male short distance away, and he was detained and identified as 31-year-old Christopher Glenn Shanks. Inside the residence, CCAD contacted 25-year-old Autumn Ann Heron. Shanks and Heron were placed under arrest and taken to the Lemon Creek Correctional Center on the charges of misconduct involving a controlled substance and the third-degree Class B felony offense.
0: And Deputy City Manager Robert Barr joined Dano for the KINY morning wake-up call earlier today. Jordan Lewis has the details.
3: During the call, Barr welcomed a number of people onto the City Planning Commission
4: we did. Yeah, so I wanted to give a shout out to David Epstein, Adam Brown, and Nina Keller thanking them for joining being appointed by the assembly to the planning commission. Also, uh Shelley Deering, Dr. John Raster for being appointed to the Bartlett board. So, thank you all. Uh thank you to everyone who applied for those. We had we had more applicants than just those five, which we don't always get. So, um really appreciate that and um we regularly pretty much always uh, have openings that have vacancies on uh, CBJ boards and commissions. So if that's something that interests you, you can you can easily find out more at juno.org slash clerk. So I uh, wanted to, to shout that out and uh, express our, our appreciation to those folks.
3: Another topic that came up in their conversation was the 20th anniversary of the Treadwell Arena.
4: That's right. You know, 20 years ago, it was a really big deal uh, to be building an indoor ice rink in Juno. Uh, it, Treadwell remains the only indoor ice rink in southeast Alaska, uh, home of many clubs uh, and associations that um, use it to further their sport and, and recreate. So uh, celebrating that in February, um, a big free open skate at the end of the month, uh, party style, and uh, events, events between now and then. So you can find out more about that at treadwellarena.org.
3: Barr also discussed about how to find information about avalanches.
4: Definitely true that we're in avalanche season. Um, we've seen a couple of avalanches so far this year. Uh, none, none, thankfully, in the urban environment. Although definitely uh, some in the backcountry, um, as well as uh, as well as up around Eagle Crest. Um, so it's it's worth noting that if you're heading out into the backcountry, especially this time of year, it's always a good idea to seek to understand what your risk might be. Uh, before you head back there. So um there's there's a really solid good resource for that. Uh, it's called the Coastal Alaska Avalanche Center. Uh you, you can google that easy enough or go to coastalak.avalanche.org is their website.
0: Coming up on News of the North with Jordan Lewis, U.S. Senator Lisa Murkowski gave comments in regards to President Biden's State of the Union Address and the Department of Environmental Conservation awarded $1.6 million in Clean Water Actions grants across the state. Stay tuned.
3: Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. U.S. Senator Lisa Murkowski gave comments in regard to President Biden's State of the Union Address. That was Tuesday evening she talked about bipartisan accomplishments.
5: It was, a, it was a message of optimism from the president. He spoke about bipartisan accomplishments, and, and there certainly have been significant bipartisan accomplishments. Um, I have been part of them, certainly the infrastructure bill that we passed into law uh, last year, which was very, very significant for the state of Alaska, delivering great benefits, and it's something that I'm proud of, and I think that the president should be proud of as well.
3: Senator Murkowski says she's hearing from Alaskans.
5: I'm hearing from Alaskans that are concerned about the, the, the continued price of inflation, what they're paying for, for fuel, uh, what they're what they're paying in the grocery store, the fact that they cannot get eggs. The reality is, is that it is still a very, very tough economy. We're worried about a recession in the state of Alaska. So this, this optimism, this rosy glow that all is fine, I When we talk about the State of the Union, the State of the Union, the president is right, is good because of the soul of the American people. But it's not good right now in the sense of a healthy economy.
3: She also advocates for the Willow Project.
5: We've got a project that is ready-made. The Willow Project in the National Petroleum Reserve, Alaska. Mr. President, do the right thing and approve that project.
3: The Department of Environmental Conservation awarded $1.6 million in Clean Water Action Grants across the state. Of note in Southeast is grants to Ketchikan and Skagway. Rebecca Belmore, Science Director for the Southeast Alaska Watershed Coalition, says they'll use the grants for three projects in Ketchikan. Each project will span over the next two decades. $66,581 was awarded to the bacteria pollution reduction in Ketchikan. Belmore details the study.
5: A few years
6: ago, DEC listed quite a few of the beaches around Ketchikan as impaired for bacteria. So this is a follow-up to that issue. I think there are a lot of sources that are contributing to that bacteria, and some of them we can address without a lot of money or infrastructure changes, just some behavioral changes. And so this program will be doing a lot of outreach, really closely working with the Ketchikan Indian community, staff, and some of the city and borough departments to share information and education about pet waste and septic maintenance, septic system maintenance, and harbor pump-out use in the harbors. These are just some of the, the easy, low-hanging fruit to reduce bacteria in waterways around Ketchikan.
3: She says they hope to share the negative health impacts of the bacterium and how people can reduce the waste
6: cleaning up pet waste appropriately, putting it in receptacles, um, pumping out um, wastewater from boats into the pump outs and not, you know, dumping it into the harbors. And regular septic system maintenance too can really help make sure that those continue to function well and don't release bacteria into the environment.
3: $35,785 went to a project for urban riparian inventory and stormwater BMP options the Southeast Alaska Watershed Coalition and the environmental staff from the Ketchikan Indian Community will conduct the research.
6: So riparian areas are the land sort of right next to streams and it's really important for um, habitat and water quality and, and wildlife. And so we'll be kind of looking at the urban areas of Ketchikan to see what impacts there are to those areas um, and potential ways that maybe we can improve habitat or treat storm water as it's flowing through that before it gets to the stream to help improve water quality and, and habitat.
3: And $109,478 went to water quality monitoring in Ketchikan's urban creeks.
6: We'll be doing water quality monitoring in Ketchikan, Hoadley, and Carlana Creeks. So there has been some monitoring done in the past that suggests urban stormwater pollutants may be getting into the stream and affecting water quality and habitat. But we'll be doing a lot of monitoring for the next two years, looking at common urban pollutants like metals and sediment, nutrients, and things like that. And at the end of all that, we'll have enough data to be able to say whether or not these streams are meeting water quality standards.
0: Never miss a story or newscast at KINYradio.com. I'm Jazz Garrett, and that was Jordan Lewis for News of the North.